Good morning. This is Minnesota River Valley Master Gardener, Barb Lamson. And with me this morning is my fellow Master Gardener, Karen Wright. Hey, Karen, we're talking about house plants today. You know, you find house plants all over. My goodness, in the grocery store, in the a big box store, stores, big box stores. You can, and it's very easy to pick a plant, bring it home, and then think, now where am I going to put this <laughs> plant? And that's one of the things I'd like to just mention. If you're going to get a plant, you should at least know what the requirements are for the plant. Especially the light requirements, Barb. I think that's the biggest yes. mistake people make is thinking that it'll grow anywhere because, well, it'll stay green, right? Well, no, you have to have the right light. Sure. And were you looking for something for just color, just for the foliage, or did you want something that bloomed? And purifies the air. Uh, That's why I want And, of course, they all purify the air. They're all doing that because they're doing photosynthesis. So that's great. Or maybe you wanted something that, like a sense of area, that you simply can buy and almost forget about it. Once a month, water it, and they just grow. And eventually, when they get big enough, they bloom. And, Barb, that's the kind of houseplant I need because I... I'll be honest with you, I kind of ignore my houseplants. I'm more of an outside gardener. That's what I really like. So if I get a houseplant, it's got to be one that I can ignore. And the Sansevieria, also known as a snake plant or mother-in-law's tongue, they're really easy. And I've had one in the window here at work for quite a few years, and it's over four feet tall now. Sure. And you remember when I brought one and we put it in the window, it got so big you finally brought it back to me. Yeah. I divided it up. I took a chunk to my daughter and kept a couple of chunks that I gave my granddaughter chunks. I mean, this is something that it's very, very easy to grow. I've never seen it get aphids or mites or any kind of insects like that. So I would say, you know, if, if you're looking for something, just to brighten up a corner. Yeah, because it's even happy in, happy in lower light. That's one of the nice things about it. It doesn't require a ton of bright. I have it in that window that it gets light, but it's not super bright. Sure, that's right. Now, the other thing that you might want to consider, if you're not sure you're going to give a gift, you know, I love amaryllis. Mm -hmm. And the reason I love them is because they come in a pot. They've got a rooting medium in there. When you get it, you take it out of the cardboard box, you water it thoroughly, and then you put it in a well-lit window. Or even if you don't have a well-lit window, you put it on the table. It has all this stored up food. It's ready to take off. When it gets all done blooming, you cut off that stem, and then you really should try to keep feeding it and watching it. But in the spring, April, May, when it warms up at night, the nights are warm, the days are sunny, you can directly plant that into your bed, your flower your bed outside. Garden. Okay. Yeah. So that's really easy. In the fall, again, you can bring it in. I mean, it's something... And if you have it in your house and, and you go away and it starts looking like it's going to wilt, you know, the leaves, are, just let it wilt and let it go dormant and let it stay dormant until it's warm enough in the spring to put it outside. Another plant for dummies, which is what I need for house plants, is the spider plant. That is one of the yes. easiest. I started with a baby from my 97-year-old neighbor lady, and her. so that was way over 100 years old. She got it off this mother plant, and I've been giving that away because they keep having more babies and so everybody in the whole building here has had one because I gave them each babies and that is so easy you know it even is. if you forget to water it it might get a little 
brown leaves, but just water it. It'll come back. Sure. And, and it's so easy that that's why I love it. And you know, you gave me some starts. These little babies, you just cut them off. They have almost like air roots coming mm-hmm. down already. You can you can put them in water and let that, those air roots grow bigger, or you can plant them directly into the soil. So I grew, my plant got so big, by the end of the summer, I took all these clippings. I took some to Georgia. I took some to Ohio. I mean, that plant, one plant, hundreds of offspring come from them. It's just, it's so simple. And another one you've had luck with is the aloe vera or some of those succulents. Yes. Oh, I love, you know, I have a whole window full of succulents. My problem with them is they they get so big and they multiply and then you have to... I can't bear to throw a plant away. So uh, share them with a friend. But the one thing you can do to kill those is overwater. That's the one thing. That's right. That's how I've killed some of those succulents. And that's why they're so easy, because you can kind of forget about them. You know, if you're going to buy a friend a plant for Valentine's Day, which is coming up, be sure and ask the store to double bag it for you and have your own personal shopping bag with. Put it in there, get it into your car, and go right home and take it right in the house. Because if you freeze it, it's done. Yeah, these are tropical plants. Well, until next time, this is Barb Lamson along with Karen Wright wishing you happy gardening.